Last week sometime, I posted in my private and exclusive Attract a Great Guy Facebook community, and I asked all the members if anybody had any questions that they that was on their mind, that was pending in their life, that they're not sure what to do with, just anything that was going to come up for them. And I got so many great responses, and I'm hoping to make a podcast episode on each one of those. And the reason why I do that rather than just type back in the group is because one, Kristen's not a huge fan of typing in a little tiny box. And two, I just feel like to be able to really embody the full essence of the question and to to really dig into each particular area of the question that is just better for me if I address it verbally. So the first question that came up was how to ask hard questions. Now, (sighs) this is interesting because why is a question hard? Why are you even thinking that the question is hard? Well, when we delve deeper into this, there is usually a fear that is underlying why this person, why we, whoever it is, is afraid of asking this question. And there's several reasons why we could have this fear. And one of the fears is that we could be afraid of losing the person. We could be afraid of repelling them in some way. We could be afraid of their response, like if if they're embarrassed or angry or it upsets them somehow. We could also be afraid that we are going to upset the apple cart. If everything has been fine and peachy and rosy up until now, we're afraid that asking a hard question is going to upset things and make things go into a different direction. So staying on that same line of thinking, my question would be, are you projecting your fear of answering hard questions that you're afraid that your person might be repelled by it? So what that means is, are you afraid of being vulnerable? Are you afraid of being honest? Do you feel some type of way about answering those questions or maybe perhaps being afraid of being judged or not being accepted for your answer? A lot of those things are rooted in people-pleasing. And if we are afraid to, to answer something because we are afraid of those items I just men- mentioned, then we're going to project that onto our other person. I've had many people in my life ask me a question and then preface it with something like, well, you don't have to answer this, or I don't know if this is being too nosy, or whatever they say, and I say, nope, I'm an open book. What do you want to know? I will tell you. Because I have no problem answering hard, what hard question would be to somebody else. To me, there's no question that's hard. That's just me. I've just been like that my whole life. But to other people, it might appear as a hard question. And I'm open, so I never project onto other people that they might not want to answer this question because it doesn't bother me. Do you see what I'm saying? But if someone might be afraid of answering questions because they might get the answer, quote, wrong, end quote, or they might displease the person, then they may be afraid of asking those questions. Does that make sense? Just projecting it outwards. Now, because I'm not afraid of those hard questions does not make me better than anybody else. It just means that's just how I'm wired. That's what I do. But I have had to learn that on the opposite side of this is that sometimes people do get offended by questions that I ask. And I'm not talking about the coaching arena because that is all about everything on the table. We got to pull everything out of our pockets and bear it all, strip down so that we know we can we, we know what we're working with. But sometimes people would get offended by questions. And I was like, okay, that's 
strange because I didn't know that that would upset somebody. So I had to learn that in certain scenarios that some questions weren't appropriate and um, that was fine with me. But I had a friend once tell me that she was at a dinner party and her her host said to asked her a question about her children. Do they play a certain instrument or some question? And she kept saying to me, I can't believe he asked me this. So to her, that was a very personal question. But to him, it was nothing. And being that she's an introvert, she would never dig into someone's life like that. But for me, that I was like, I would answer, I wouldn't care, I'd answer that question. But to her, she felt like there was something mixed in with that. So it the question confused her a little bit. I guess we'll just leave it at that. So to really answer this question effectively and how we really truly address the fear, there's just a little thing I want to share with you. And that is, if you are someone who is really and truly looking to build a loving, connected, and mutually respectful and trusting relationship, then you must be willing to ask the hard questions. Because if you ask a question and that person does respond in some kind of way, you just gained valuable insight into who they are. If they're not someone that wants to go deep with you or talk about the hard topics or topics that are controversy or... um, you know, just difficult in whatever way for them. If they're not someone that wants to go there, you need to really evaluate that and decide if that's a relationship that you want to stay in. Because if they're unwilling to to discuss these type of situations with you, that's not going to make the relationship that you are looking for in the long term. So by keeping quiet and not asking questions, you're actually building a foundation of not truly being able to trust each other because you're not giving each other the opportunity to share who they are and to be who they are and to be honest and open about their needs and wants, desires, and everything else or whatever it is that your question is about. Which leads me to number two, which is, are you willing to hear their truth? And when I say that, what I mean is most of the time people are going to say, of course I'm willing to hear the truth. What I mean by that is, do you have an agenda or some sort of motive going in? Are you asking this question because you want a particular outcome? And so you're going in kind of loaded. You're going in pretty heavy. And if you do that, there's a couple things that are going on with that. One, your energy is going to reflect it. Even if you're smiling and even if your tone is quiet, Your energy is going to project that out and your person is going to feel that. They might not even know because outwardly your tone and your facial expression is fine, but they feel the prickliness of it and they might be reluctant to answer because they're like, oh my God, what is this? What's happening here? So going in, are you willing to hear what they have to say? Can you go in without a motive or an agenda? Can you go in just neutral? Can you go in super open to whatever it is they have to say. And what are you going to do if they say what you don't want to hear? What then? Which leads me to number three, which is look at this conversation as a starting place. Okay, no conversations ever, 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 and give yourself permission for this. No conversation has to be ever one and done. You can reserve the right to revisit any conversation you wish at any time in any relationship. People don't get to put a cap on 
what you're talking about or what you need clarity around or something that needs to be discussed between you. No one gets to cap that. You have the right to ask and talk about and discuss any situation that you want to. So know that this is just a starting place. You're just starting a conversation about it. I have to say that sometimes with my children, my now 14-year-old, but my other ones, my older ones throughout the years where they'd ask me someone, I'd say, well, let's start the conversation about it. Because let's say they were asking me something that I wasn't really sure I wanted them to do yet or they were old enough or that I needed to talk to other mothers about and get their take on it, whatever it might be. So I said, okay, we're just going to start this conversation. And then what ended up happening is I would revisit it with them. You know, a week later, I'd ask a couple more questions and I'd revisit it with them. And then, you know, another week later, and I'd ask some more questions and maybe I'd watch a video or something. I'd, ooh, and that would spur some more questions and I would ask some more. And what this did was, number one was it made them not afraid to answer any questions that I had. They also made it not afraid, made them not afraid to ask me because I didn't approach it like, ah, crazy one and done, I need an answer now, you know, and I need to reserve the right to change my mind. And that's something to keep in mind too. When we talked about number two, are you willing to to hear the, the truth? Well, people change their mind. So sometimes things are just for now. But what I don't want you to do is to think you're going to change someone's mind later. Now, being Chrissy Brown, the caller router, I'm going to tell you, if you have that little hidden thing in your mind, which I've seen this a lot in the world, and I don't condemn anybody for doing this because a lot of time it's just that ego-driven poo that's trying to get us to get what we want, but we think to ourselves, well, I'll change her mind or his mind later, or if I push long enough, I'm going to get it because I know their personality and I know if I push long enough, I'm going to get it. But I would throw down a not cool card with that because that's really manipulation, all right? That's about you trying to get your way and to doing it in a kind of a passive backdoor sort of sneaky way, and that's not cool. If you want a healthy relationship and and a open and reciprocally loving relationship and truthful and honest and just connected relationship, you can't be going in the back door to try to get what you want. You want your person to trust you because here's the deal. If you honor and respect where they're at on every step of their journey while making good decisions for yourself, that person is going to see the value in you. Now, what that means is you don't just hang out for 20 years wanting to marry some guy because you're just trying to you know, hold the position where he's at. What I said was you have to respect and value yourself in the process as well. And what that means is, you know, after, let's say, maybe four or five years and your man never proposed to you, you just might be like, you know, I got to cut my losses and get out of this. This is not saying we hang on indefinitely because we're holding space for someone. But it means that we take in the information. We don't try to change that person. We take in what they're saying and we know that this conversation is only a starting place. Additionally, listen with an open heart. Be an active listener. This again goes back to not having a motive. If you are open-hearted and you're just listening, just like you would with a friend or a client when they're telling you something, you're just listening and hearing what this is all about. What is what is my person really saying? Not only with their mouth, but what's the energy I'm getting from this? And ask inquiring questions. And if you don't finish the conversation in one fell swoop or it doesn't come up with a, 
a, a solution or an agreement or even a compromise, whatever it might be, again, be willing to revisit the conversation. You can look at it as only a starting place. So you don't have to go into these conversations expecting some Yahoo resolution right off the, the bat. And the fourth thing is to be open, be honest, and be vulnerable. Why is that so important? Well, we know vulnerability is actually strength. And I'm a huge proponent of truth, honesty, and vulnerability and open-heartedness because our person gets to know us right away and we get to know that they're falling in love or have fallen in love with the true essence of who we are. Not only that, when we are open and honest, we can trust people or they can trust us and if they're open and honest back, we can trust them. A friend of mine, just from my past, ran- randomly moved into my neighborhood, and I knew at some point I was going to see him out on his driveway. And I was walking by, and he came out of his garage. He's like, hey, Kristen, where do you live? I know you're around here somewhere. And we started chatting, and oh my gosh, within that 15-minute conversation, and my husband was there, and his current girlfriend was there, he was just sharing such open-hearted, truthful amazing things about just things that had happened, you know, because I had seen him in quite a few years and we were really, really connected in a group many years ago. So, and I just walked away from that conversation. You know what was on my mind? I just love him so much. That's what I was thinking. I just love him so much. He is not afraid to say, man, that was a really big mistake that I made back then or this hurt or what. He was just telling it like it was open and honest. And I walked away feeling just so, I just want to hug him and say, you're just so awesome because that's how it feels to people when we're honest. They really appreciate it and they know they can trust us. So when we have a hard question to ask and we just go in, we just say, hey, person, I have a question for you. It's just something I've been thinking about. I've been wondering, what do you think about this? And you ask that question you don't know whether that person's like, oh, hey, I've been thinking about that too. Or I'm so glad you asked that. Or, you know, oh, this is what I was thinking about that. Sometimes it's us that thinks it's the hard question. It's not always that way for the other person. And I want you to not be afraid of upsetting the apple cart because how do we grow? We grow sometimes through adversity. We grow through difficulties. We grow through Uh, Sometimes we grow through conflict. It's just the way we're designed. You think about it, a diamond, this is always the great metaphor. And if you've ever seen a diamond mined, it's this ugly, I think it's black even, and just kind of prickly and rough looking. And it goes through a grinding process and a filing process. And that's how you get this absolutely beautiful, brilliant, shining stone is through this process of roughness. So sometimes we are so afraid of something that it's going to work against us, but it could be the very thing that your relationship, whether it's a mother, a father, a child, whatever it is, that you can ask this question to them and it's going to bring you closer together. I know recently someone I love needed to ask the parent a hard question and it had to do with their youth and the way this person was processing a certain situation in the youth. And I encouraged them to ask, I said, have you ever asked your dad? Have you ever asked what was going on during that time? And this person said, no. So how about asking the question? Just, you're kind. Your, your dad's going to answer. He's not going to be afraid to answer. He'll tell you. And this person asked the question to the father, and the father answered completely open and vulnerably. 
And it just took the weight off the world of my loved one. That loved one was like, wow, I never knew that. See what I'm saying? So sometimes these things are scary to us, but I don't want them to be scary to you. I want you to be strong in yourself. I want you to know that if you have a question to ask, ask it. And ask it sooner rather than later. Because if you're in the beginning of a relationship, you want to know the most you can about this person. Are you guys aligned? Do you have the same type of idea for the future? Do you have similar goals? Do you, are you heading in the same direction? How do you really feel about each other? In the beginning stages, which most often is called the lust stages, and it's not only lust because of sexual reasons, it's lust because of it's just this excitement and this, you know, it's, I just can't get enough of this person excitement stages. But at some point, the lust stage morphs into love. And that happens when we're really open with our hearts. When you, if you can envision one of these tough conversations or what you are assuming is a tough conversation, no judgment, and you just imagine yourself sitting before this person, before the conversation, and you see a, a beam of light shooting from your heart center to their heart center, and you're just holding hands in this complete and utter connection in this conversation, envision it going well beforehand, envisioning open-heartedness, gentleness, kindness. You're going to learn a lot when you ask your hard questions. So a quick recap. Number one, address the fear. Whatever that fear may be, ask yourself, could you be projecting this fear onto the person? Are you afraid of losing them? Um, Are you afraid they might be repelled by you or you might push them away in some capacity? If it's a question that you are driven and inspired to ask, then it is a question that needs to be asked for the evolution of this relationship. Let me say that again. If you are driven or inspired to ask this question, that means it is a question that needs to be asked for the further evolution and growth of your relationship. Second, are you willing to hear their truth? Do you have an agenda or a motive? Are you expecting a certain outcome? What are you going to do if they say what you don't want to hear or you didn't expect them to hear? And really saying to yourself, what am I hearing here? What am I seeing here? Am I listening with an open heart? Am I not listening through judgmental ears? Be really open. The third thing is to look at this conversation as a starting place. You can always revisit it at any time reserve that right in your own mind. And I have done that with my kids where we've had a tough conversation, but let's say we had to go. And I said, okay, before we we go, because we got to go over grandma's house right now, or walking in the house for family dinner, whatever it was, you know, the conversation needed to end at that point. I said, I reserve the right to revisit this. That doesn't mean you're in trouble. That doesn't mean anything bad's going to happen, but I believe in open communication. I'm not sure we're complete in this communication list yet. So let's revisit this. Okay. And I say with a smile and happiness and that gave them that safety that this was going to be okay. That no matter what, we're just talking. And number four is to be open, to be honest and to be vulnerable. There's nothing worse than giving somebody the wrong impression to withhold because you are afraid of being judged to give them the wrong impression because you're trying to be liked to try to be someone who you are not, to give your person a chance to decide what they're going to do with the question, with the information, be open and honest, and also be willing to answer the same question yourself to them because they might want to know with you too. So what I'm really super wishing for all of you is that 
you find the courage inside yourself to ask whatever question that you need to ask. It's just a question. It's not going to hurt anybody. You're not doing anything wrong. In fact, it's very, very capital R, right. Own what you need. Own your desires. Own your wants. Own your communication style. Take care of you by putting you first. Remember, you are the most important relationship in your life. All right, you guys, I hope you got a lot from this episode today. And if you're interested in joining Attract a Great Guy, go to Facebook. You can type in the search bar, Attract a Great Guy, or you can use the URL, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Attract Great Guy. Also, I have a brand new, amazing audio training called How to Love Him Without Losing Yourself. If you are someone that tends to lose yourself in relationships, you lose your voice, you tend to fold easily, you just kind of go with the flow and don't really express your needs and wants, perhaps you lose sight of your goals and your dreams, then this audio is designed exactly for you. And you can get this by going to kristenbrown.org forward slash losing self. As always, if you guys have any questions or comments, please email me at hello at kristenbrown.org. And that is Kristen with an E-N. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you soon. If you've enjoyed this episode, I invite you to subscribe and share. If you're listening on iTunes, you can give a big thanks by leaving a five-star rating and review. If you'd like to explore coaching plans, other products, and free resources, go to kristenbrown.org. Until next time, everyone, remember to go love yourself.